Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Guys, before we continue, we film these episodes on YouTube as well. So head over there to watch this. If you are listening, though, make sure to rate and follow this podcast. Thank you in advance for listening. Let's get into it. Hi, guys. Welcome back to SCNN. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today we have a very special episode. We're in New York, by the way. This We've is... been talking about this for months. <laughs> Literally, all you'll have heard of us, us talk about is how we're going to New York, we're going to New York. We're here, it's our last day. It's our last day, we're leaving tonight, but we have a very special guest today and we can't wait to introduce him to you guys. You can see him. You can already, see him already. So it's not too much of a secret. <laughs> Welcome Dylan. Do you want to introduce yourself and like tell everyone who you are, what you do and why we're here today. Oh yeah, sure. Well, I'm Dylan. I'm a 24-year-old New York-based actor. I got to meet these lovely ladies through Ellen Stardust Diner, which we'll probably talk about in a little bit, where I get to sing while slinging some milkshakes to you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a performer. I went to college and I moved to New York a year ago and settling my way in and finding my ways around, you know? Nice. Yeah. How was that journey moving to New York? You know, something that I was looking forward to and, you know, it was like a four-year preposition to get ready for. Yeah. But I just think that first whole year was just me like in awe of the city. Like while I was auditioning vigorously, I just think I just took a step back after the first six months and I'm like, wow, look like what's around me. Yeah. And I think you guys can agree with two weeks of being here. It's yeah. like so much to absorb. It could be overwhelming, mm. but you discover something new every single day. Yeah. We love it. Guys, I don't even no, know how to explain it. So we, we keep joking about coming, um, never coming home, but I think it's becoming less of a joke every yeah. single time we're here. Yeah. Um, so where did you live originally? So originally I'm from like an hour south of Pittsburgh, which is in Pennsylvania, nice. about six hours from here, but nice. it was in the mountains. So like I had a probably like three neighbors surrounded by trees mm -hmm. and bears and deer. Nice. So, you know, a drastic difference, yeah. but it's like kind of like a vacation when I go home now, like yeah. an outlet, de-plug. Yeah. yeah. So what was your process and like journey getting into acting, musical theater, all of this? Mine was interesting. You know, I did theater growing up all my life, starting like my fifth grade, which around like 11th, uh, 11 year old for me. Mm -hmm. um, did all that growing up, but I originally wanted to school, go to school to be a doctor. So I went to Kent State, which is in Ohio for pre-medicine. Oh I was in my first semester and I'm like, you know, I'm really not happy. Yeah. So I decided to audition for the musical theater program there, which happened to be a pretty good school. And I got in mm. and I was like, thank God I couldn't keep going to medicine school. <laughs> and just from there, I just auditioned and then you just do acting classes every single day, dance class, voice and dance is something I really needed. So I was starting a little late, but it mm. was kind of nice doing that catch up. Yeah. Nice. I can't even imagine, like, that sounds like such a dream going to school and just being able to be creative every single day. And everyone around you is also doing the same thing. You get to learn from everyone else. Because I think with us, even though we did creative degrees somewhat, we both did television and broadcasting. Oh, yes. It was still very much like scientific. Yeah. And it wasn't, it felt very technical. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the big difference between England and America, I know I'm speaking very broadly, but I feel like here creativity is like really encouraged and really fostered. Whereas it's like, for us, it's like, oh, you can be creative like on the side, but like, what are you actually gonna do? So 
That's really fun. What yeah. was your favorite element of that? And I, th- I think literally what you just touched on is like they really just pushed you and strived you to be your own individual person. And I mm-hmm. feel like now, especially TV film and musical theater, especially, mm-hmm. it's you're being a mold of yourself. And there's not, we're breaking those stereotypical, like you have to be in this class to be this kind of thing or this to be this type of thing. It's like, no, this person can do this kind of thing mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And it's like creating your own. And like with Kent State too, and like a lot of the schools now, you're able to create your own shows and put them on through little spaces. Mm-hmm. Another outlet of just like showing yeah. your voice too. So did you switch over? to doing like drama or did you stick with the med how did it work when you oh like when I switched my major did you did you do yeah oh yeah so no I was just I finished out my semester with pre-medicine and I just took all those classes and credits I had and just put them towards my general education I needed to take and Mm. then I could just focus strictly so I joined a semester late to the theater program Mm. and I just paid catch-up and I did some classes in the summer and then about time the next semester, I was good to go. Nice. That's so good. I, I don't feel like we have that opportunity in England. It's like, you're stuck. Yeah, you choose <laughs> you something. You do something, you're stuck. Yeah, you choose something and then you're stuck on that for three, four years. Unless you decide to... Ch- I changed my course, but then I had to start again from like year one. So mm-hmm. I don't think we really get that opportunity to catch up and like be free, I guess. I, I love how here you like choose your major, choose your minor, and then you, you go into university or college without having to like choose exactly what it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It was cool. They even had like a thing where it's like an exploratory program. If like you didn't know what you wanted to do your first year, you just took your general classes and then you figured out what you wanted to do in that yeah. first year. So in, I don't really understand the, the school system. When you do college, mm-hmm. that's like uni, right? Mm, so you right. do... I don't know. I think so. I think it is. So you do your degree major, yeah, they call which it is major. like a main yeah. thing. It's do like you then have to do other classes like alongside it or do you just Oh, yeah. That? So they make it like a like a liberal arts degree. So, you know, you do your things that you're focusing on, what you're studying specifically, mm-hmm. but they also will make you take like, oh, maybe a history class or like a foreign language or a math mm. or uh, like photography. Yeah. Like, so they could use, you could use different yeah. things, but they wanted you to satisfy different outlets nice. of different That's aspects. really good. We don't have that at all. When you pick your degree, which was, I guess, the major, that is what you study. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did TV. We couldn't then say, oh, I want to pick this up unless you did an extracurricular, but that wouldn't even count. It wouldn't towards, count towards so, anything. Oh, guys. Yeah. We prefer America. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> dare I say. we're learning. Like we've spoken a lot on our podcast in the past about the differences between like American and British culture and film and TV and all of that. And um, I think after coming here, it's I don't I don't think one is better than the other, but there's just such there's such key differences, especially in like the lifestyle that's lived here. And I really like it here. That's all I'm going to say. We take back anything bad we've <laughs> ever said. <laughs> we are retracting our statements. We love it here. We're no, but even in the way that we, like, I say discover, what's the right word? For what? Came across you. Yeah. Like, Ellen's Stardust Diner, we just, there's just nothing like that in No, in and if it is, it's like... It's not in London. It's not, anyway. no, it's not, and it's not the biggest version it could be. It's yeah. sort of like... I don't know. We'll get on to Ireland. I think we should talk about it now because I'm actually really excited to talk about it. Yeah. So for anyone watching or listening who doesn't know what Ellen's Stardust Diner is, how about you? You tell us what it is. So Ellen's Stardust Diner has been around for 30 plus years now where uh, the wait staff, you're just going to a normal diner, taking your order. But then a moment later, you'll be like, oh, he's singing show tunes up there on a banquet or like on top of your table or on, you know, so on and so forth. But we have the pleasure of singing while serving the tables. Mm, it's amazing. Like, we both we just love musical love, theater so we, much. We love musical theater anyway and <laughs> drama and West End. We've talked a lot yeah. about theater. We've had guests from theater. But 
this was, I don't know what I was expecting because I've seen videos of it on TikTok. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure guys, if you must have seen. I don't know if there's, I know it's not a chain. Is it a chain or is it just the one? It's just the one. Yeah. And then I don't even know if there's anything similar, but but I, I don't know. I've seen videos of it before anyway. Mm. And everyone that I told I was coming to New York said, you have to go to Ellen's yeah. house. I was like, all right, fine. And I didn't know what I thought it was. I didn't know if I thought it was like a separate, like waitresses or waitress mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And then... Um, there's like a separate group, but you're doing it all Ooh. is what I'm trying to, to touch on. So you, we were watching <laughs> and we were literally, our jaws were like, we're like, wait, but he was just, he was, he was serving there. And now he's, and now he's getting a receipt there. from the car machine. Like how is this, the turnaround between, like, I need to know what like a day in the life looks yeah. like. You know, it, it took a lot to get used to like growing up and like throughout all my like side jobs throughout school. And so I always serve tables. I, I love serving. I like this human interaction mm -hmm. in that sense. So that part was fine. But when I started working at Ellen's, it's kind of like I had to de-learn everything I ever learned about serving, mm -hmm. learn how to serve in this style mm -hmm. and learn how to multitask. Mm -hmm. So, you know, day in life, you're going in, you start with a section, you have at least, you know, within all the tables, I would say at a time you're taking care of like 30 plus people, mm -hmm. you know, just given how like the tables may be. So, you know, while you're serving them, we have a set set list that goes down. It could be between either 13 or 15 servers. So depending on how many mm -hmm. people's there. And for the most part, we'll stick in that order. We'll keep on going down and you can sing whatever you want, like whatever's true to yourself, except like we'll have group numbers where you can learn, you know, those are yeah. specific and they can get pretty big. We, <laughs> yeah, we'll get onto them. We'll <laughs> and then um, there's also like when we're getting to like our bucket speech, when we're talking about like the donations for the singers, we'll like sing more upbeat songs that go along to yeah, get everyone mm -hmm. excited. Um, but you know, any given moment, you might not know that you're about to do a group number. So you'll be taking an order and then be like, next up we hear from Dylan and Chrissy <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, let me just <laughs> you run back. My, it was, it was literally like I stepped into another dimension Generally. because we were trying to keep up. There was a lot of like servers at one time, Yeah, but we were like, oh, he's there. No, no, he's not. He's over there. <laughs> now he's got a prop. Now he's like, I don't know. It was, I literally had the best time of my life. Oh. I could have spent the entire day. It was so amazing. And I think they went there on Glee, right? There was an episode of Glee. Yeah, it was, I believe it was filmed downstairs. We have a jazz club that's underneath uh, Ellen's as well, oh which gosh. we don't we don't perform at, uh, but there's like different jazz venues, like different bands mm -hmm. that'll come in there. So we have mm -hmm. a full jazz club underneath oh, too. Mm -hmm. But when it comes holiday time, if you guys ever come back around Christmas, Ellen's is ridiculously busy. Yeah. Or that you'll see, I don't know if you, did you wait in line at all? Were you able to come right in? We, we, did, a we did a bit, but we... There was one day we tried and it was really long and we were like, okay, we'll come back on a weekday. Oh, there's been days where, like, where it goes down that whole entire block and we'll go down again Christmas time and oh, wrap until you see the end of it again. People oh will wait. Oh my God. How long do you think they wait in that? There, there's been Christmas times like an hour and a half. People Ooh. will, and it's, wow. I don't understand. I mean, I but, would but still, I get no, it. because I get now it. we've done it, I would. Like, I think I if I walked past me. and saw it, I'd think, like, what? what? But no, I I literally would. Like, guys, please trust me. Yeah. It's worth the wait. Especially if you had like a four day trip. Yeah. And you, you're like, oh, it's too long. No, I would say, Honestly, if you don't have a weekday where you think it'll be quieter, just do it. Just do also, it. Also, it's like when there's more people there, surely it's more like more like community. People are more into it. Like we we didn't make friends, but like the women who were sitting next to us, we were so they were smiling at us, we were smiling at them. It just felt like we were all bonding over this mutual I, love of music. And that's like the best part, I think, about the diner itself. Because you know, you can see like some people who feel like you can see like, oh, they were dragged in here. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. husband was here. Yeah. He doesn't want to be here right now. Yeah. But when everyone is having a great time, there is like 
and that's what I was talking earlier. There's so many different countries I come and visit too. Like, so there's different language barriers and it's like everyone is meshing yeah. and bonding yeah, over music. music. Exactly. It doesn't matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter if you may not understand each other, mm. but we all know that we're really enjoying in this shared experience right now. Yeah. yeah. Whether it be a shared yeah. smile or you end up chatting saying where you're from. Exactly. Oh, I'm from. And it's really, really cool. Exactly. Yeah. This is why I just, I love that element of community that you feel with strangers here because I don't think I've ever been in London, gone to a cafe, a restaurant or anywhere in public and felt like safe to speak to someone else. Or yeah. even if you do speak to someone else, it's kind of like, it's for a purpose of like getting directions or, you know, just mm. never like for the Everyone purpose Everyone speaks connecting. to you here. Yeah. And I actually, at first I was like, <laughs> What is everyone, why is everyone <laughs> so obsessed with me? But then I was like, I've been here. I'm like, no, people are actually just nicer here. Yeah. I think it's just like in London. I don't know if it's just London specifically, because it might just be, I think you go up north in England and people are quite chatty. Yeah. But London, I think everyone is just quite self-centered, I don't know. But here I've gotten so used to people talking to me. Yeah. We were walking down the road the other day and um, this guy was sat, literally just on the side of the road, whatever. And he smiled at me and I was like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and I would never do that in England. You'd literally get, if you said hi, someone would be like, hi. Like, what? What are you trying to get? Yeah. So I think especially in New York, but you know, relating to the diner, everyone just having a good time. It was, yeah. yeah. How did you good. find that um, like culture shock from moving from Pittsburgh mm -hmm. to New York? Cause you said you didn't live in like a big city. Yeah, no, um, I, was kind of prepared, I think, in a way. You know, I really enjoy the quiet. I can also deal with having sound mm. and, you know, being loud. I think I would visit New York once a year just to, for the purpose of seeing shows. Mm. As you can say, like, New York mm. is very expensive, so like, I wouldn't try be able to come up here a lot. But mm. when I came up here, I came for the purpose of just seeing shows. Yeah. So I kind of had that idea, and I think when I would come up and see those shows, I was like, oh, this is going to be so cool. It's going to be so cool. But once you are here for a while, there is that culture shock. Cause like, just like whether it be like with, you know, the homeless population or yeah. just like with anything else, it's just like unfortunate, but then it's like, you know, you, you don't see that back home. And yeah, then it's yeah. like, oh, this is, this actually is really happening. Yeah. Um, and then just with also, this is more of like a selfish thing with apartment sizes mm -hmm. or like the sizes of everything goes a little bit smaller too. Mm -hmm. And just getting used to that day-to-day -day life from your legs and mm -hmm. public transit mm -hmm. and with the prices Ooh. being extremely like a lot higher here, whether yeah. that be for like grocery stores or even like fast food, stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then also just like the culture shock of the people you're around. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. we found that so severely in the last yeah. like few days, especially. I was like, I got a notification from my phone health app saying I've walked more in the last month than I have in the whole year so far. I've I literally, like, huh? I've literally never felt ache like this. And I don't even know because it's, it doesn't feel like in the day I'm exhausting yeah. myself. No. But I sit down at the end of the day and I'm like, wow, it's been a day. Yesterday I had a limp. Yeah. I literally was like, what is going on? Like I've literally just been walking around Central Park and now I'm like, Honestly. my legs are dead. And I think what you were saying about the culture shock, we kind of felt that as well, but in a positive way, because we were saying how we think people should come to New York. Yes, obviously see the shows and do all the touristy things, but also just like experience the real New York, get to know the people and see all the different sides of it because it's, I feel like it's so much better when you, you experience a place for what it actually is instead of the best things it's trying to promote to the rest of the world. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I, I really, I really feel and that. Just all the communities you're able to meet too now. Like I understand like Manhattan is the key point of like when you're visiting New York, mm. but you guys were saying how you stayed in Brooklyn. Mm. Yeah. Not a lot of tourists will come to Brooklyn because they're like, oh, what's going mm. on there? Mm. There's so much in Brooklyn though. So There's much. so much so to do. Much. Like for example, each community is different. Like where I live is a 
Hispanically driven community. Yeah. I have a Mexican restaurant on every single block yeah. of my, and it's yeah, just like so really cool yeah. getting to learn that community and then welcoming me with open arms because you know, like I'm not the yeah. major population there, and it's yeah. like they're well, I'm 100%. joining their community. Yeah, and how like welcoming and smile. It's just I don't know. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we went to, we've been to a few Mexican restaurants actually. Yeah, amazing, and I love how. Um, like I remember when I landed in JFK, I saw um, Spanish signs, and I was like, oh, this is. Great, like it feels like they people love to say that London is like a melting pot of culture, but I really do feel like here is the true melting pot of culture. Like when I was I was walking through my neighborhood in Brooklyn, my neighborhood, neighborhood, where I was my town, my village, my now. I was walking through my neighborhood in Brooklyn to where Kaylee is, and I went through a Jewish neighborhood, and I had literally just seen Parade on Broadway, and I was just like, wow, this is like to one learn about like the Jewish community and then be there, which is like somewhere that. I'm assuming most tourists wouldn't really go. Mm-mm. I was just like, this hits so much harder and I feel so much more connected to a place that I just know really nothing about, but I feel like I learned yeah. so much just from being no, here. No, I literally agree. And it's it's going to be so embarrassing going home and trying to explain people, yeah, to people. Yeah, I'm like, no guys, you don't understand. <laughs> I, I really understand that if you come to New York and you stay for four days and you stay in Manhattan, you're not going to get that experience. Mm-mm. And I, I'm annoyed that people aren't going to. I'm like, you're doing it wrong. Like you, I'm actually a New Yorker. And uh, I know that, you know, yeah, we spend more time in Brooklyn, I'd say. No, I'm, yeah. say, I'm really glad you guys actually get to yeah. stay in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think our, I, I love it so much, but I think I love it more because I've seen so much yeah. in the last however many days. So much. Um, And I just urge everyone to do that, honestly. But speaking of Broadway, what would you say are your favorite... I'd say Broadway shows are just your favorite productions. You know, yeah, I have definitely have a few. It's always like a question. I'm like, oh, what is yeah. really my favorite? Um, well, Phantom of the Opera just closed. I would just say, you know, that's such a cliche maybe mm-hmm. thing to say. But uh, <laughs> that was the first musical I ever saw on stage when I was in fifth grade. That kind of gave me my little musical theater spark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that show's going to stay special to me. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that show thoroughly as long as it was here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of the production of Hair before. Yeah. Yes. It's like another social yeah. movement. I got to do that yeah. in my school at Kent State before we left. And yeah. just like the connections oh. you're able to make with some, how a piece of work can be like a protest or it can yeah. be like, you know, a call for help, which is really interesting. Absolutely. Uh, Moulin Rouge. I don't know if you had oh, the chance yeah. to see that. That's just like a I bop. I have been trying so fun to dancing, get to watch the film version because yeah. I want to see it in London. It's on in London at the moment as well. Um, but I, I couldn't even right explain it. Yeah. is in London, yeah. I really want to see. That's her. kind of like a, like a like more of a cult following. But I, JD is one of my dream roles in Heather's. Heather's. I'm like, Ugh. I love it so much. Not I done, I've not done that much here. It's like you know here no. and there in like small theaters. But it's just I this is an American uh, thing, though. No, mm-hmm. yeah. Was it started off as the was it the film first? Yeah, the film. The was Winona Ryder yeah. one. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I love Heather's so much. How does that work with Broadway? Like shows being like how do, how does the whole thing work? Because I know in West End they'll have like a specific run. Is that the same here? Like a like a time where they're running from this point yeah. to this point. Like, do you know how they organize? All I think of it that? all it is all depends. Like some things are set up. I feel like for a limited run. Like you mentioned that you got to see Parade. Mm. Like it was on mm. a limited run, but then they're like, oh wow, this is gonna be something that's gonna be really cool to keep. Mm. So now it's on an open run until I forget when it said it announced. It was on a close, but if okay. it sells a lot more tickets and there's no show trying to come in, they'll just keep running it. That's so like Phantom, for example, it just closed <laughs> after what thirty some. However, yeah, so I'm bad actor right now. I don't remember <laughs> how many years it's been here. Um, but you know, it just kept selling and selling. But I guess like the ticket sales were trying. Like, yeah, and they had to, like, yeah. Put something else in. So I, I'm sure. I feel like it's just like open ended. It just depends on how the tickets are selling, or yeah. if there's another show that needs to come into the theater prior. 
I understand then why it's so competitive because then, I mean, it's not like there's an endless amount of theaters. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, I wonder what people, like how productions move from being off Broadway to then getting on Broadway and that whole, that's just, it seems very competitive. Yeah, and it's all with like the stage reading process and like being able to invite different producers in to see the shows. I'm like working my hardest. Like the last year I was doing a couple of stage readings. Mm. We're nothing like too serious, but they're like developmental productions of a new work. Mm. And like one was called Hooked and we did it in the fall and it was basically about like the opioid epidemic and it was talking about that. And we were able to invite like some producers to it. And it's really cool working on a piece of work that no one else has done before. Mm. So it's not like you can go back, let me listen to this recording, how they did it. Yeah. And he's like, you're originating it for yourself. Yeah. But it's cool being a part of that process because the director and writer are able to make changes along the way. Yeah. They're like, oh wait, this sounds like this now with you. So let's change mm -hmm. it to this. Yeah. So it's cool to be able to yeah. see that. But after that, you know, you have to wait. And it's all about, I guess, like the dollar signs and yeah. like being able to put your show up yeah. in that kind of space. This reminds me a lot of Tick, Tick, Boom. Have you seen Tick, Tick, oh, Boom? Oh, that movie, the film? Yeah. It's Andrew like Garfield. Literally he's my favorite. <laughs> my boyfriend. <laughs> so careful what you all say because he's literally the love of my life. <laughs> no, this, it reminds me of like how him playing Jonathan Larson and like doing the workshops and all of that and just waiting around, like do, doing the, like presenting it to the producers and then just saying like, well, what's next? And everyone telling him like, you just start working on the next one. And it just, it really pulls at my, like being here and I watched it whilst I was here again. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is just wild. The, the whole struggling artist in New York trope is probably like my favorite thing, but I just wish he got to see the success and like how everything paid off with rent, especially. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's interesting that it's actually like that in real life. I feel like you rarely see a new musical on the scene. Yeah. Like how often do you actually see a new musical with original music? I mean, I guess the films are different because Lin-Manuel's working overtime, <laughs> doing all these films and all these whatevers. But I mean, actually coming to the stage, you rarely Especially from see... a new, uh, like a new writer maybe. Exactly. In and of itself too. Like maybe exactly. you'll see some new stuff with some previous like famous, like you know, Bat Cinderella was on, mm, Broadway yeah. Blue, but that's yeah. technically new. Yeah. Mm. But you know, that's yeah. not like a new writer. In, it in was Parade a musical. Yeah. It was yeah. A, there was a revival of one previously. See, this is it the was thing. Amazing. Yeah, I wish I had comes that. Honestly, yeah. so amazing. They've been nominated for Tonys and all of this. It was yeah, outstanding. But um, I think I haven't seen many just theater productions that aren't musicals because I always gravitate towards musicals. Yeah. We love. I love a play. love a play. Oh yeah, love a play. I just love going to random plays as well, or just ones that I've never heard of before. Because in London they do a lot of just smaller ones. We've been to a few, but. I love a straight play. I love a musical a lot more, I would say. But I've been I've been watching a lot of plays recently. Do you are you into Yeah, acting like, like that? I need I actually wanna gear well, I'm gonna say with musicals, but I need to expand into acting mm. like, a little bit more, like Shakespeare specifically. Yeah. I wanna start locking down on that so I can audition to market myself more that way because I have yeah. not. But no, I've seen a few plays. I saw like Death of a Salesman when it was yeah, on Broadway previously. I love that. that. That's a really that good play. Really good. I saw like the Lean yeah. Trilogy. That was a very one? It was on Broadway like seven months ago. It was a very, very, very long play about banks. Okay. <laughs> this is very it was heightened language. It was, mm -hmm. so it was it felt like Shakespeare. Yeah. That was interesting as well. I think musicals are definitely I think I don't know. I think musicals are definitely more fun to go to. But I know that it's not everyone's everyone's thing. I know it's not everyone's thing, but I don't I can't personally understand why it's not. <laughs> because to me it's like it's everything correct in the world. You've got music, yeah, you've got excellent stories, you've got dancing. It's like what's not to love? <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? I just yeah. 
Yeah, I can't even <laughs> argue with that. Like, literally can't argue with that at all. When we were in the diner, I was like, who wouldn't want to be here right now? And I could see, we were spotting the people that had clearly dragged, like you said, <laughs> someone along. We were like, oh, we know he he's he's saying this and whatever, but like, oh, his wife's having a great time and la, la, la. But why isn't he not having a great time? Like, God, people like, are suck literally it up. singing you know, to you. you. Know, it's yeah. just like a personal... Yeah. Yeah. Everyone needs to go to the diner, I promise you. One thing I have noticed um, is like, I feel like when you have a musical theater actor versus an actor in a play, it's like two completely different styles of acting. Mm -hmm. How have you found doing both? I feel, you know, with when it's like straight play acting, I feel like it's a lot, it's like more heightened. I think you're focusing, I'm, I'm focusing on the character in both aspects, but I feel like, you know, it's very character driven. Your, your character in a musical is able to express themselves through a song mm. in a way. And I feel like, whether that song may be, whether it be a big number, whether it be just like a mild number, they're still able to get how they're feeling out in that song. Mm. In a play, you don't have that song for the outlet, so everything is through your words. Mm. So I feel like when you're turning that switch, while I'm paying attention to the text in both aspects, I'm really, really, it's like I'm singing the words that I'm speaking mm. without like singing yeah. in that way. And I know you said that JD from Heather's is one of your favorite or you'd love to play. Is there anyone else that you, if, if right now someone was like, this is what, you could do, what would your dream role be? Whoa! <laughs> we are interrupting this broadcast. Guys, if you are enjoying this episode, please make sure to subscribe and drop us a comment. And also check us out on audio platforms and give us a rate because it really helps us out. Back to the episode. Bye. What would your dream role be? You know, this is also a musical that is not done much because it's only a two character musical. Last Five Years by Jason Robert Brown. I don't know if you, Anna, know. there's a film you can watch with Anna mm -hmm. Kendrick. Oh, okay. It would, it would be, that well, one's already disappointed. That. It's not very well. No, it's not okay. very well known. No, because I think that's. that's I think Some great music. Anyway. I think you both would enjoy that. I would. Like yeah. Jason would Robert Brown, actually, who, where you saw Parade, he wrote yeah. the music for that. What? Yeah. Oh so it's God. not the same style. It's more no. contemporary, but he wrote the same new music for that Amazing. show. Amazing. Okay. That's we went amazing. to Chicago, actually, the other day. She? <laughs> she? <laughs> Chicago? Yeah, we saw Chicago. I think it's just because, like, seeing one show and then going to see another show and seeing how you can just make a completely different world on one stage. I find that so mind blowing because obviously we love film, we love TV. That's how we started this podcast, talking about films. Um, but with films, you can make a whole world. You've got different sets, you've got special effects. So I just find it really impressive how stage productions can create a whole world just from one stage. So I'd love to get into like seeing the behind the scenes of the set design and the lighting and how they create all of that. Have you been able to like go behind the scenes much on any? Uh, no, I wouldn't say not, not like a Broadway caliber, but even like with some of the summer stock and regional theater that I was able to work at, mm. just what they're able to accomplish with even such minimalistic sets mm -hmm. in and of itself. Like mm -hmm. the parade, I feel like I'm keep circling back to parade, but it's like what you're able to see. Mm. It's so minimalistic, yeah. But so much felt like it was done with just projection, exactly, and just like simple-minded like sets with just like pieces. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's breathtaking. When, even when I go to shows, it's like I feel like I'm transformed somewhere else, and I'm just like jaw dropping watching this massive piece just go up into the sky. Where yeah. is it going? Oh, here comes another one coming. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. Okay, so we have this segment on our podcast. Okay, with guests. I don't even know where she's going with this. We have a <laughs> few. I don't know which one you're gonna go for. Oh, okay, no, I'm no. nervous. So this is what we call the big five. Okay. So we ask our guests what their Big five is in the sense of like, do you have a favorite film, TV show, music, 
you know, book, theatre production, whatever it is. So we want to find out what your big five is from any of these categories. Okay. So does it have to be like five of each category? No, just, just like picking one from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pick and Film, choose away. Uh, TV wise, recently, I've been slowly trying to get back into series, but I just watched the eight twenty four production on Netflix called Beef. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Someone just yeah. recommended this. Stephen Stephen Yun is that the one mm. the one from Walking Dead? I really need to watch this. This has been on my list for so long. I feel like it has like people go back and forth with how they say about. I don't know. I I got a nice laugh out of it. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Is it a comedy? Yeah. It's it's like a comedy th drama. Okay, okay. I, it's okay. also like partial rom com, but more yeah. drama. I would say nice. interesting. That's an interesting it, genre. To I, like a twenty four always makes like yeah. interesting production. So I was really interested yeah. to see what they did. A twenty four is one of my favorite. Like if I see one coming out, I'm like, yeah. If it's A24, I will be there. Play. Play. <laughs> Play. Yeah, okay, so that's a good one. That's yeah, so good. I enjoyed that. Um, Theater-wise, I was telling you I really enjoyed Phantom, but mm -hmm. uh, Heather's and Last Five Years, which you should mm -hmm. check out, mm -hmm. definitely my top three musicals that nice. I have. Nice. Um, yeah, I, as well. I love Heather's so much. <laughs> I actually do. I remember watching the film when I was younger and I was like, this is bad. Like these, these they're doing bad things. Like <laughs> this, you don't see that much in, in the media. Like, the, the innocent girl playing like the killer. Spoiler, sorry. Um, yeah, okay, Heather's, that's good. I like um, it. Yeah, music wise, I feel like my music selections are very skewed. I go all over the place. Jason Mraz was kind of mm. like my gateway into singing itself. Yeah. I remember singing I'm Yours when I was yeah. eight yeah. years old. A little, yes. little bop. Um, so I enjoy it. And he still writes music today that it still just makes me feel happy. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, no matter what, it could be the simplest song. I'm like, you know what? I feel great now. Yeah. It's like a nice sunny day. Jason Mraz feels very nostalgic. I was the same as you. Like I learned, I was playing the ukulele and I'm Yours was the first song that I ever learned how to play. Yeah. And um, it reminds me actually, when we were at the diner, um, someone sang Fine By Me by Is that Andy Grammer. Yeah. Where's that from? Because obviously it's a song. Was that from a musical? Oh no, it's just a regular okay. song. Yeah, yeah we, we can sing say. kind of like whatever we want. Like okay. we can kind of go back and yeah. forth. Cause that I'm was happy about that. Yeah, there's a Dan and, Dan and Shay song as well. That was and I was like, I don't know if they're just. I didn't know if it was like um, jukebox musicals they're in. Cause I know that it's like, I haven't seen Anne Juliet, but I know that that's a jukebox musical. So I was trying to work out if their songs were from a musical. But you can literally just sing whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I, when that came on, I was like, there's no way because I haven't heard that song since I was like. 13 or something it felt so nostalgic i need to apply to work in no honestly can't sing very well guys but <laughs> i've got the enthusiasm the mc yeah, i could be exactly. the mc i'd be so good at that do people rotate roles like how does that work so would you for example be an mc or you uh, just... no i i would like to learn but i definitely would leave that up to them mm -hmm. okay like I couldn't, I couldn't do it mm -hmm. yet. Not quite yet. That's just like a mm -hmm. lot of talking. That's I'd feel like if I tried to like tell a joke and it didn't land, I'd be like, <laughs> "That's interesting." No. That you say <laughs> yes. so because obviously, I would, I would assume singing in front of people is more vulnerable than speaking in front of people. No, but then it's like you feel more comfortable singing. Yeah, I think, I think that's what it is. Or yeah. like, I feel like I'll just flub my words. My tongue will get twisted. I'll be like, mm. I, don't <laughs> I don't know what to well, say because we, we were in there for a while, so we heard it twice. So I was like, "Yeah, that's you got that unlocked." Yeah. Like I guess you go on autopilot on, after yeah, a while exactly. too with some of the exactly. How long have you been working there? So I just actually reached my year mark. Really, a full year now. Amazing. It was really crazy how I stumbled on the job too. It's it's such a because you have to audition the way you audition. You mm -hmm. just audition the way that we perform. Mm -hmm. So oh. you just kind of come in like if I was wearing this the day I went in, I'd just go up there, sing up there, and then I'd be done, and then they'd go on from there. Oh my gosh! But so me, you, you audition as a as a performer, or mm -hmm. as a 
as if so do you have to pretend you're waiting a table oh no 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 so you, uh, you would give you them like your them. actual like experience resume okay, like yes. whether that be for like serving yeah. in and of itself and then your audition is just singing in front of everyone mm. and interacting. how how is it um, in terms of them like supporting obviously everyone's dreams there of being actors, singers, being on Broadway? Like how do they, how do you balance that? Cause with auditions, I can assume that might get in the way. So yeah, no, what's really, really cool. We have a big pool of servers that work at Ellen's, but it's not like it's like too much, but there's just like, it seems like there's just enough to where like, say I'm like scheduled, we have our schedule for like a week in advance and I get like, oh, an audition popped up. It's on a day I work. Mm. If I go into like my scheduling app or like just all the servers are like, hey, X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. I guarantee you I can get that shift like nice, switched in nice. like 15 minutes, That's That's really, which is really nice. Yeah. And, but if you get a contract, for example, whether that be for a touring production here in New York or even a regional show, you just say like, hey, heads up, I start this production on this date. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, all right, then you're off the schedule. And then you'll just message them like a week before and like, hey, I'm coming back this oh, date. You're, really you'll be good. back on the schedule. So you're never out of a job. Yeah, that's really good. You're, no matter what. Yeah. And if you need an extra break, you can just be like, oh, you know, that yeah. and then you'll start the following week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really amazing. At least it's not. Because you, you know, and you worry, it's like, what if this is all behind the scenes? It's just that they need people to work at the diner. Yeah. But it's nice to know that they have that they they want you to sort of move on if that makes sense mm -hmm. it's almost like encourage that when you leave well, you're I doing something saying this again too parade again mm -hmm. uh the one of the leads in parade he sang the chain gang song mm. at the end he i worked with him he worked at he got hired the same time as me no way we worked he together amazing. for three months and he went to into the woods and then he got he's the lead in wow. parade now yeah he was so he went Went that's from good. as they say that burgers to yeah, Broadway. That's yeah, that's good. That's good. No, because when we were in there and um, we heard the MC for the first time, we were like, "I just really want everyone in here to just achieve everything they want to achieve." Yeah. Because it's like you're all amazing, amazing. Like our server, yeah. she, she she sang with um, she defying, defying gravity. gravity, and we were like, "What is like how she literally finished defying gravity, walked up the stairs, and was like, She's like everything all right?" And we, we were like, like "Pardon, take a breath." <laughs> Girl, you just, you take a breath. We're fine. Thanks so much. Like we, yeah. How did, I could not. I'd be like, give me a second. I think I remember seeing, like, were you guys like in the corner right beside yeah. the beam? I think yeah. I saw you guys having a great time like, before so I even We were, at first we were like, do we? And then we were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally had such a good time. We were just, because you sang so many songs. Yeah. We were like, they've put him working overtime. Like, <laughs> literally every single song, or you'd do a harmony. And we were like, what? Honestly. You've, do you have mics in your pocket? Oh no, we have them all. We have like at, at stations. So like, you know, if I'm like, oh, I have a free moment. I'm like, oh, oh I like my God. Oh my God. That is so The fun. best part is if you like, you start doing it and you're like, oh wait, that wasn't right. You can just put the mic back. Just, <laughs> walk away. <laughs> walk away. Try again later. We, <laughs> yeah, we were having a great time. Great time. And it's so nice to know that everyone's so supportive of everyone. And like, just, it must be so wild for you to see that pipeline of someone working there and then also, also like being in a show. Have you have you been to a show like that you've seen someone in, apart from Parade? That I've like personally known someone yeah. in? Uh, on a Broadway caliber, not quite yet. Mm. But that was just like really, really cool. Yeah. And it's like, I felt so happy, you know, maybe like yeah. a little bit envious, but like mostly, <laughs> mostly all the way happy. <laughs> no, I'm just no it's, it's really, I'd it's like, like oh. I was like Star Trek. I'm like, wow. Like, I was like, I was serving with you and now 
No, but that's you, good. You're serving everyone else. Yeah, yeah. now you're serving. But I think that's good. Like it's it's motivation, right? You mm -hmm, absolutely. know it's it's possible. Yeah. I everyone there's no doubt that everyone that was working there, I mean the day we were there obviously, but speaking on like a wider Yeah. You know, I'm sure everyone that works there's great. I, we were we were literally saying to each other, how are they not already? But how? it's just obviously like the most competitive industry in and New York. Another thing that we were saying, because we're in the creative industries as well. I think when it comes to auditioning and, you know, applying for all these different jobs, it's not a case of like, if someone, not my stomach rumbling, sorry. <laughs> it's not a case of someone not getting something, meaning that they're not good. It's just, they're not, not right, right for that role at that certain time. And there's so many different factors that go into booking a job. Like, I think that's the one comforting thing that everyone like, should know because it's I think a lot of the time people might think oh I didn't get this thing therefore I'm not as good or I'm you know bad at what I'm doing but it's just like it's, there's so many different reasons everyone why. yeah no like if you put the same pool of actors that audition the same way in front of five different directors I guarantee you those five different directors will cast it mm -hmm. a totally different way oh, exactly. and probably they mix it up more than you could even imagine 100%. yeah that's what's cool you know like that's why I'm grateful even like I might not be on Broadway yet, you know, I'm auditioning, I'm in that in-between phase, auditioning mm -hmm. away, you know, looking for a new agent. But like, I'm grateful that I get to go to work every day and sing songs, practice mm -hmm. new stuff. So mm -hmm. when I go to an audition, I'm like, you know, I practice this, experimented yeah. with how exactly. reactions could be, and now exactly. boom. But so what great. a blessing to be able to sing I, every day. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's a really good thing to have on your res, is that what you call it, resume? resume? CV. Yeah. Because it shows one, long hours every day stamina like you you don't you, you can't you know someone could be a great singer but they might not be able to do two hours of jumping around mm. and singing and whatever so i think if i was looking and i'd be like okay this is a really good start because it shows commitment yeah. and i presume your hours are fairly long about usually around eight yeah see like that's a long time to be singing pretty much non-stop yeah every day moving around constantly as well yeah. literally multitasking like you said mm. no definitely so, build up my stamina i used to work the morning shifts were tough because really? the diner opens at 7.30. A.M. A.M. So you have to start so, singing. Yeah, at seven, stuff all, everything you heard at nighttime for the most part is sung in the morning. So I, you know, it helped me prepare. Like if I have auditions at 9 a.m., I can go in and not warm up and I'll be yeah. like, you know, for the most part, good to go. Mm. But boy, oh boy, when I started working there and yeah. I just did morning shifts, I'm like, yeah. buckle up, you know, at oh, 7 a.m. Is it busy in the morning or is it quiet? Oh, it, you know, it's... When the summertime comes and Christmas is busy all the time, yeah. mm. but I would say in these slower times, the morning's busier. Really? Wow. It's, I think people are trying to, you know, get there before yeah. the line. Some of the, True. I think some of the websites say like it might not be as busy in the morning, but mm. it can get slammed. True. I was going to say, I, I would have assumed it would have been the opposite. So the, mm. the evenings were busier and then you'd have just been singing to like a table. Yeah. But that's insane. Yeah. How has been the auditioning process for you? Like what... What's your routine when you're going to an audition? So like, I feel like since, you know, the pandemic has ended and everything, they've been transitioning between, you know, a lot of like self-taping into mm -hmm. like, you know, back in person now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's, you know, back and forth. I would say my process kind of goes, we have this thing called act, actors access. We go mm -hmm. on to, and we're able to like to look at all the different jobs that are available, you know, mm -hmm. submit through that way. Mm -hmm. So like I'll, every couple months I'll refresh like my self-tapes. I'll like retape some things and like put those on there. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's in person, you know, a lot of that has to do with this, like submitting from online. It's like looking at different job listings that there are and either going and waiting to like, you'll sign your name on a waiting list because usually they have like the thing where equity members are able to audition first. Oh, okay. So 
like for like the bigger shows, mm-hmm. if you have your equity card, you get to audition first. And then if you don't, you put on yourself on a waiting list and you wait for everyone else to audition and then you go. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Because you said, so earlier on, you said that your the way you found the job was really weird to work at the job. Oh, it was, it was. How did I, that come I would brought my mom, well, my mom and all of us moved out, moved me out to New York. We went mm-hmm. to the diner and someone else was auditioning. And then I was like, I was like, oh, you know, that'd be cool. Yeah. I was like, I've been to Ellen's before, but yeah. I was like, I wonder how you like do that. So I went down to the director who was mm-hmm. there. I was like, can I send my stuff to you? And he said, yeah. Yeah. Send him my stuff. I auditioned the next week. But then I didn't start working for another like five months. Oh, okay. I didn't get a phone call until they were ready for five months. And I was hired with a group of 20, like two other servers. And that was the first time they hired in five years. Oh my God. So it was like, that's why I said it was like weird. I I just got like, it was like right place, right time. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And it's interesting that you say right place, right time. And you still waited for five months because I feel like a lot of the time, People want things to happen now and they think, oh, I did this thing and I'm, it, I didn't hear anything in a week. And therefore, you that's know, it. I think I kind of like I kind of like treated the job like I treated auditions at that point. I was mm. like, all right, you know, I did this audition. I did what I could. Yeah. You know, if it comes true. back, if I get, you know, the ring on yeah. my phone and email, I'm like, then I'll go. But yeah. if for now it's done, I yeah. try to forget my best about it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I got another job in that meantime. Mm. And then I was literally working at my other job. Yeah. And then I yeah. looked at my text. I was like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's. I didn't realize that. I, th- I would have thought they had people kind of just a flow of people coming in. Yeah. Oh no. They. That I mean they do not. I feel like they have like a whole like file like different mm-hmm. people on file like whenever mm-hmm. like holiday time we like we'll do like seasonal hires. Mm. But like you know with people coming back, there's some people who've been there since the restaurants opened. Wow. And like, and you know that's been their career, and they were able to leave, come back, yeah. leave, come back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly said like, hey. You know, unless I change my career path and end mm. up teaching, I was like, I wouldn't mind. Like, you know, if I'm working there a couple yeah. days, even if it ends up like later in my life, only being a couple days, like month, why not? Yeah, that would be. Not? It's nice to know you have something to come back to. Yeah, I feel like that's quite like a nice bit of security that people don't often have. Yeah, just knowing that they'll be wait, not waiting, but they'll be accommodating to you when you're when you're free as and when. So I think that's really good, and that you actually enjoy it. Yeah, so it's not something that you're doing like loathing. Just yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, that's really ideal. And you're not sick of it yet. A year, a year in. That's good. I feel like that's that's good. I feel like by now, if you were, you'd start to feel the cracks. A year yeah. does feel like a while to be That is that. really a blessing to know that you can wake up every day and just do what you love. Yeah, and like I'm finally like, I was like, okay, now I need to start changing my rep a little bit. I feel like that's what I need to mm. do to freshen it up is like just add some new songs. Because mm-hmm. I found my like set of like 10, 11 songs that work great for mm-hmm. me and that like work great at the diner. But now it's like, you know, I think I need to freshen it up and that'll make it like a new whole new job again yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Like keep me on my yeah. toes. What yeah, that's th- true. What are you thinking of adding? I definitely want to add a, a couple more Beatles songs. I already sang a few Beatles as it is. Mm-hmm. I uh, experiment with Phantom of the Opera the other night. So I think I'm going to expand more that way. Mm-hmm. But I want to add some more rock, I think. I want to add some Queen. Oh, yeah. I want to add um, like some Jim Croce. I'm a big classic rock guy in addition nice. just like to pop. Mm-hmm. And a few more like Jason Mraz. But I yeah. think I want to like try to change my style a little bit. I'm very... Musically theater, musical theater driven, mm-hmm. especially with my voice. So I like, kind of want to expand a little bit. We were, we were literally think. saying that your voice was so versatile anyway. Because yeah. we, the first one you sang was, con- what's it called? Country, <laughs> Country Rose. Country oh, yeah. Rose. yeah. West Virginia, whatever it's called. <laughs> and then the next one you did was something so different. Mm. And we were like, how? 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 So I think you already have a pretty versatile. Oh, thank you. Roster voice. So when you're auditioning for a role, if it's musical theater based, will they kind of give direction on how they want you to perform a certain thing? Yeah, I think it all depends on the show specifically. Mm. If it's more like, you know, like rocky music, it'd be like, oh, 
pop tenor and they'll okay. give you like in parentheses maybe like the range that the the vocalist will sing you okay. know from like like a b like a g2 to a mm-hmm. b flat 4 or something like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um and it could like say specifically if it's like supposed to be in the style of x y and z mm-hmm. like a lot with those like jukebox musicals mm-hmm. like you were mentioning you know it's like in the style of like whoever was maybe like singing that prior okay, okay. so they kind of give you guidance that way i'm a big fan of like the golden age you know musicals too from back yeah. in the 50s and stuff yeah. and that's mm-hmm. now describe it there like classical okay or there'll be like golden age singing and yeah things. i love that kind of gives you like different gears yeah yeah was, I was, sorry no, i'm was, sorry you good. this always happens to us there's always a time where we just both start speaking at the same time it's okay. um, i was gonna say there was a range of um that anyway because we were listening to like, mary poppins yeah there was um i don't know if it was singing in the rain but like there was loads going on at Dinah. So i think if people come and they expect it just to be like, because I know it was musicals, but it wasn't just musicals. No. It was everything. So, guys, if you if you think, oh, it's just going to be this, that, or the other. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, we can cut and pick up on your thought. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. It was something about um, one thing we love to do, <laughs> which is really sad, considering we're not actors, is read scripts together so the other day oh, yeah <laughs> the other day it's funny you brought up Shakespeare because we were in the drama book I was store. about to say do you go to the drama bookshop mm-hmm. yep. it's so embarrassing loads, to admit loads. no it is embarrassing to admit because we were so serious about it as well we were so serious we were like let's get some Shakespeare we did like Romeo and Juliet a tiny bit of Romeo and Juliet we did Midsummer Night's Dream no because we <laughs> we stood there and read this whole page between us and then I turned around and the cafe of people was full and they were just like <laughs> we've been where art thou from like at the, and I was turning around there's loads of people yeah. they've just heard us perform this random page of Shakespeare so um, my question yes. leading on from that was what um, do you have friends who are also in the like acting space I know your girlfriend is also an actress um yeah what is it that do you do any like fun creative things like with your friends like that oh yeah no especially like with the plays like I feel like my well a lot of my friends create music so it's like fun like harmonizing with that but play wise whether it be with me and my girlfriend we would like read plays back and forth just to try to find monologues Mm -hmm. but you know I actually have not experienced you know play like reading i need to do that that sounds like yeah, a lot of fun and was, i feel like it sounds like more fun doing it in public yeah yeah, yeah. It was fun, it was i read fun. a lot of plays on myself you know with the train there's a lot yeah. of downtime yeah like, me going to work and yeah. i've like read uh so many plays mm. but i have not <laughs> i feel like I, when i'm hanging out with my friends we end up like just doing random like improv banter not even meaning yeah, to we'll just yeah. be walking around like you know your intrusive thoughts you're like oh i'm gonna talk like this yeah, now yeah, and i'm gonna yeah, act yeah. like this and then your person so I feel yeah. like that turns into okay, my I like, do feel at home here in that res- <laughs> I said to that to the other day, I was like, you know what? I feel like I'd be so weird here. Yeah. No one's gonna like think twice about it. Oh, you no. can just really express yourself we, so freely. Yeah. I yeah. Think. We have a well, we only came up with all these fun plans the day before we were leaving. Yeah. But we were walking around Washington Square Park <laughs> and we were like, should we just start lying to people because people talk to you right and you're just like I feel like I have the same conversation a lot it's like what's your name oh you're from England it's like yeah yeah. (laughs) but why don't we just lie we need to start making up false narratives for ourselves um so that hi so there's a fun idea for you as well just go to Washington Square Park lie create a character create a character be who you want but there you go that's good acting um like character development improv Improv. yeah because you don't know what the other person's gonna say 
Yeah. I remember I tried, I think I did that at Ellen's before. I used to, even when like serving prior mm. to Ellen's, I would sometimes change up my name because I usually didn't have a name tag. But I forgot mm. when I started working at Ellen's, we all wear name tags. Mm. And I think I tried to tell a table before my name was not my name. <laughs> Meanwhile, my name tag. <laughs> well, like, they not just like, not that. Oh, I just picked up the wrong one this oh. morning. It's literally <laughs> That's oh, so Oh my God. I think it's a good way, yeah, because you can just, I like, I think lying is fun. And <laughs> I think you could just like build a, a character. Yeah. It's like inspiration. Mm. If you want to be, why did I say if you want to be, if you want an actor, what would you want to be in the same like creative space? Say it again. So if you weren't focusing on like acting, musical theater, yeah. what else would you want to do in the creative space? Like, would you be in film? Like, I, I, I want to experiment with TV film a lot. I never really had the outlet or opportunity to do that throughout mm. school. That's the only thing, you know, with musical theater though, we were talking how like there is all these different things we can also learn like mm -hmm. with different classes, but it is a very demanding degree. So we weren't able to take other thing within like the, like TV film. I couldn't mm. take TV film classes that much. There was no time. Yeah. So I didn't get to experiment with that much. I did a couple short films, mm -hmm. but that is definitely something I would like to add. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of photography. You know, I haven't mm. touched my camera in like eight months. I've been so busy, mm. but I did a lot of photography throughout school. So mm. that's another like outlet I like yeah, to nice. use. I feel like acting on screen is so different as well. Like oh, obviously yeah. I don't know You're personally. Like, the way you project, but the way yeah, you speak. Everything is different. Like on a stage, you've got a lot of like, things you have to reach, you have to reach people at the back, you have to reach people lines, in obstructive you know. view. But I feel like acting for screen is completely different. It's also, sorry, there were hiccups. <laughs> I also, um, it's, I work in film, so I'm not very high up in the industry, but I see like films being filmed. And it's so different because when you watch something and it's like a seamless scene, or to you, you're watching, you know, a conversation. It's just not been filmed like a conversation mm -hmm. at all. It's been filmed in small sections. The conversation isn't flowing freely at all. Mm -hmm. And then it's the edit that sort of like puts the conversation together. Mm -hmm. Whereas on the like in theater and on stage, you don't have that luxury of doing it a hundred times or whatever. It's like, everything's very real time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's like, it would be interesting, I guess, if you did screen to see the differences in that. Mm -hmm. I know. I think my perfectionist would try to probably come out of me. Really? <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem, I think theatre is more fun. I think it puts a lot more pressure on you to really get involved in the character because you almost have to embody that person. Whereas with what you're saying, I think in film, you can kind of flick between yourself and the character and just constantly be trying new things, do a take a different way. Whereas in theatre, it's like you have to really know who that person is and really get inside them yeah um so yeah, how was that when you're like acting with other people like what what's the rehearsal s situation like i feel like it just uh, again depends on like the context of the show i feel like if it at any time if it's like sensitive material in any kind of sense if it's like whether it be like physical touch or just like the material itself mm. i feel like there's always like the boundaries you take before like rehearsal even begins like mm. saying like how are you today like a check-in like how mm -hmm. are you feeling today are you comfortable with x y and z mm. and i feel like that's like a lot of theaters are incorporating that now in like mm. any aspect, mm. which I think is really, really good. Mm. You never know, like it could be like something totally happened. Like you, you know, your cat could have died, your dog, yeah. you know, yeah. you could be having a very, very awful day and something could trigger you. Yeah. So I feel like putting yourself in both in a nice mental mind space before mm. beginning any kind of scene work, mm. boom, perfect. Mm. Um, but I just feel like being able to work in a scene with another, 
you're saying like working with another scene partner, I just feel like bouncing ideas back and forth and like the rehearsal process of seeing what works and doesn't work until you find that thing that clicks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even with TV film, maybe with your scene partner, you can find that moment where something yeah. like feels like, oh, that was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you find that. Yeah, true. Because I guess you do get a rehearsal time before putting like a theater thing on. Whereas in TV, I don't really know. They do like table reads, but I don't think they do. It's not like they go through the entire film and block it out until they're really there. So I guess it's different, but it's also, you know, you still get that that pre-planning. Yeah, there's like a, there's like a just depending on how heavy the material of the show could be or, you know, mm-hmm. how light it could be, there's all these different aspects in that yeah. rehearsal process, whether it be the dramaturge, mm-hmm. whether it be like sensitive like information where you can go to figure out yeah. things. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I do. There's always like into me, it's a, huh? Like intimacy coordinators intimacy yeah. and like sometimes we're not even you know crew aren't even in the room when they're doing that and I think that is good because yeah. you know you don't really want like if you're trying to get into it and there's like 100 people in the room it's like yeah all right like, oh, all right hey. then hi hey. hi you know, and like, it's still like not incorporated in every you know production yet mm-hmm. but like intimacy coordinator is nice because you can be like yeah. this is good this is good yeah. I feel like you get a better result at yeah. the end of the day from both your actors yeah 100% mm-hmm. 100%. Not that I'm an actor. I'm like, yeah, guys, I, I get you so much. We're amateur actors, I think. With our, I'm drum. <laughs> with, our, with our scripts reading. I think we'll get there one day. Um, but yeah. yeah, we're coming to the end of our episode. So before we wrap up, is there, what are your goals? Like, where would you want to see yourself in like five years' time? I think in five years' time, I would like to see myself complete a couple more like off Broadway things. You know, Broadway is always a goal, but I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm grateful to be doing like this new work. So mm-hmm. like whether it be like an understudy in a Broadway show, mm-hmm. but if as long as I'm you know continually working in the theater, I'll be very happy. But in the next five years, I think I'm gonna try to get my master's degree. Oh, nice! Like, in get what? Back to school. Doing what? Uh, MFA in act- acting. Oh, okay. nice. And then that'll help me give me a gateway to like be able to teach eventually. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that'll also help me. Uh, solidify and zone like in my acting ability yeah when we were talking about more straight play yeah. work we'll see you know that's five years and really not that far away but i feel like if i did a little bit younger i might yeah. i might benefit it mm. a little bit more it's interesting that you say five years isn't that far away because we were just having this conversation yesterday as well about how as we grow grow older it seems as if time is just passing by so much faster than it did. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, it's like kind of scary. It's yeah, very scary. Terrifying. Like I think, oh, I'll do that in like that. That's my a goal for like two years time. But it's like no, I kind of had to start thinking about that now if it's in two years because that time will just speed by. It's crazy. Oh, but you're right. Like five years isn't a long time. Mm. But I think, I think you're doing the right thing. I do. I think you're doing the right thing. And I think I think we think you're really good. We think you're really I think good. Everyone in the diner is really good in it. I think everyone just keep going and supporting the diner and yeah. you know, listen to what they say when they're doing the the speech and hundred percent does. Yeah, give lot. what you it's can. It's crazy. You know, I wish voice lessons didn't cost $150. Yeah. yeah. But that's also necessary to like, yeah. you know, if you're a golfer, you keep golfing in yeah. order to stay your craft. You know, dancers dance, singers mm-hmm. sing. You know. So that is that something that well, I'm assuming that's something you continue to do because I I grew up with like a musical background, so I was like playing the clarinet and the piano for like, played saxophone, so kind of woodwind, really? little woodwind saxophone. I was always jealous of the people playing saxophone. Ooh, bit attention. Very jealous. But um, I would play the clarinet for like 15 hours a week, and I just remember like my parents being like, "Are you sure she needs a new clarinet? Like, why do we still have to like?" It, there was always just I just remember ne- like it constantly being like an upkeep thing you can never really slack and say like oh I'm here now I guess I'm done and just so 
like is I'm assuming that's the same with yeah, and I with, feel like yeah, you know, I feel like with your voice, like I feel like once you develop and learn how to properly use your instrument, you know, you can keep with that, and mm -hmm. like you know, if as long as you're using it the proper way, it's gonna keep the way that you have known it. Mm. But I feel like with voice lessons, you're learning more and more. I've learned more and more every day from my voice, mm. and I have so much more to learn. Yeah. I've been taking voice lessons now since I was 16. I'm like 24 now. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, usually I've been taking those every single year and I've been learning something new every single day. Yeah. Mm. Every single lesson. I'm like, oh, that's like, I can unlock this with this. Mm. So I keep doing it until I stop learning, you know? Yeah. 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 So you guys keep going to the diner. I don't Let's know. Anyone who's, I, we have an American audience of, we do, of some sort. So if you are finding yourself in New York, make mm -hmm. sure you head over. Where can people find you online? Social media. You can find me on Instagram at Dylan Berkshire. We'll put it on the screen. Make sure yeah. everyone's where. Link Same in with the, the description. TikTok. Oh, trying my, TikTok. I'm trying Same my best. TikTok. You know, here and there. I don't, it's you, more of like okay. a file like, for me to be like, oh, this was fun to do. Nice. Okay. Cool. Well, Just like uh, diner videos, shenanigans. Oh, yeah. see, this is what I like. I think I like when places I've been have a TikTok. Yeah. Like I love seeing that. I love, well, I've seen diner videos before we even went. Yeah. That's the only way, like, that's how I stumbled across Ellen. It's like, I saw it on TikTok and I was like, we have to go here. So. Definitely, yeah. everyone make sure to check the links in the description. All the info will be there. Follow, um, follow like, Dylan, follow the diner, follow everything. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll tag it all. Yeah. We'll tag it all. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and watching this episode of I Seen It. Um, sorry we don't have many more New York episodes. Sorry we're going to be back in London <laughs> so soon and the production value is going <laughs> to decrease. Sorry that I've got hay fever and sorry that I've been flapping around with this pillow the whole episode. But you'll be back. But we'll we be, will be back. back. We're coming back next year yes. is the plan. And we're going to do so much more next year so I'm really excited. But um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and watching and we'll catch you next time when I've seen it. Bye! Bye. <laughs>